Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Art Money Success Podcast. I'm your host, Maria Brophy, and today I'm going to tell you how we sell tons of art by texting people, and I'm going to give you my process step by step. And if you have not been texting people to sell your art, this is going to open up so much for you. And I want you to go along with me. So I don't want you to just listen to this podcast right now. I want you to pull the car over, get out of the bathtub. I don't know. Get get yourself to where you can write down three names. I'm going to guide you to this. And I want you to do it as I instruct you because taking action is where we actually get the goods, get the sales, get the connections and all that. All right. So recently we sold an $8,000 painting by text. We sold $350 in skateboards to one client by text. And we've sold a lot of other things by text. Those are the two that are at the top of my mind right now because it just happened. Here's what I want you to do first. Okay. And I'm just going to take you step by step. So step one, identify three names. And I'm going to tell you how you identify these three different people that you can text today. Okay. Um, so you're going to identify three buyers. Now, these buyers can be people who have bought from you in the past. That's always the best first place to begin. People who have bought from you from in the past, you already know they love your art. You already have somewhat of a connection with them. You most likely have their phone number. And hopefully you developed a little bit of a friendship with them. So think of one or three past buyers. Also think of people who have shown interest in your art and maybe they haven't bought it yet, but they told you they loved it. You met them at a show somewhere. Somehow it could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a neighbor. A lot of times neighbors buy from you. We, we have neighbors across the street from us that have bought so much art from us. And friends just walk in and buy stuff. So I want you to think of three names, okay? And I want you to write them down. That's step one. You've identified potential buyers. Now choose one of those to contact first and choose the one that you have the best relationship with so you can warm up on this person. So you can get yourself warmed up, okay? Now I want you to identify one to three pieces of art that this person may be interested in. And it could be original art, it could be prints, it could be your art printed on something. Like we just did the skateboard deck thing. Um, and so I identified a, a client who's bought a lot of Drew Brophy's art from us in the past. And when we came out with these skateboard decks, I knew he would probably be interested in them. So I texted him and yeah, he did. He bought one of each. We had two, 
two different designs and he bought them and he's really excited about it. Um, okay, so you identified the person, the first person you're going to text, you identified what you're going to text them. Now, here's the first action you take. You send them a text and you keep it super short and you ask one question. Okay, and I'm going to give you word for word what to, what to text. And there is a method and a reason that the text is written this way. So you write, hey, John. I remember you showed interest in, name something that they showed interest in, something they loved of yours or some kind of conversation you had. I have a piece of art I think you're gonna love. Can I text you a photo of it? Question mark. Now, why do you ask just one question and keep it short? First of all, if you write a paragraph, people get confused. You need to keep it super simple. The reason we ask, can I send you a picture is because you want them to answer you back. And they're probably gonna say, yeah, send me the picture. By them answering you back now, you've connected with them. It's a very psychological thing and now you've got a conversation going, okay? So once they text you back, you have a much greater chance of making the sale. And worst case scenario, you've at least connected with them for the future. Okay, the next step is once John texts you back and said, sure, send me a picture of it text, the photo or photos, one to three images, don't send more than three, because we don't want to confuse people. We don't want to give them too many choices. Send one to three images. And then wait a couple minutes and see if they respond. Let's say they don't respond. Then text and say, which one do you like best? And if you only set one image, text back and say, do you love it? Or you could ask if that doesn't meet your, if that doesn't match your style of speaking, you could ask, what do you think of that? Again, you ask a simple question so that you can get a response back. Now, if you get a response back that says, okay, to your first question, if you sent them three images, and he says, oh, I like uh, the one with the dragon best. Then your response is, great. Do you want to buy it? Question mark. Now, if John texts you back and says, uh, not now, I'm not in the market for it. Then you say, okay, no problem. Hey, I hope you have a great day. And I hope you don't mind, I might text you from time to time when something comes in that I think you'll like. Is that okay? Question mark. And he'll let you know. He'll let you know if it's okay if you text him again in the future. If he responds back and says, yeah, how much is it? Now you send the price. 
after you send the prize, say, do you want it? Ask again, do you want it? <clears throat> after you send them the prize. And now if it's a yes, what I normally do is I normally call them. I know that's old fashioned, but I'll pick up the phone. I'll be like, John, oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're buying this. You're gonna love it. And so much gratitude and thank you. And oh, I'm so excited to get this to you. If that's not your style though, and you wanna stick to texting, express gratitude in your text. Thank you so much. I know you're gonna love it. Why do I use the word love a lot? Love is actually a word that works in sales. And I didn't come up with this on my own. I've done a lot of studying on sales from other sales gurus. And I learned it from somebody in the past. I don't remember which of the many books that I've read, but I always remember the word love sells. So, um, so I use that a lot. Then after you express gratitude, give them instructions on how to send you payment. For me, I use QuickBooks online and I will email or text them a link to make a payment. For you, you might say you can pay by Venmo, how, however you accept payment, give them instructions, make it super easy for your customer, get their shipping address or arrange for them to pick it up and give them an estimated time that it will be ready to either ship or pick up. Now I'm gonna quickly tell you about how we made an $8,000 sale to a past client who had told us no two years ago and a year ago. Okay, so I have this painting called Mother Earth Goddess that Drew Brophy painted in 2017. And there was a company that actually licensed the art for their products. And they've had so much success with the digital images that I knew that they would, they really would benefit from owning the original painting. And I tried selling it to them a few years ago and they said no, and I tried selling it to them again and they said no. Well, recently we, I say we, my Christine who works for me together, uh, she, she actually had her reach out to them on my and Drew's behalf. And she reached out to them and asked again. And this time the answer was yes. And here's what's really interesting. And I hope they're not listening. But when we offered it to them five years ago, we charged way less for art than we do today. That same painting would have only been about $3,000, maybe four. I don't remember what it was, but it was less than half. I mean, our painting prices have gone way up. So um, it's really interesting that ah, they they ended up buying it. Um, God, I tell way too many secrets on this podcast. I, You guys are lucky. I'm telling you way more than I should, and I'm probably going to regret it one day. Or maybe not. I hope you appreciate it. So, but the but the the message that I'm trying to give you is that even if someone said no a year ago or three years ago, try again because people's situations change, their point of view changes, their financial situation changes, what they love changes. So 
don't give up on someone. If you know a piece of art is perfect for somebody, don't give up on them. I mean, don't, don't, you know, make them go get a restraining order either. I mean, you know, balance it out, give it a little time, but I hope that this helps someone out there. Please click the links in the description of this podcast where I give you a link to join my inner circle where you can send me questions and I give you so much more information. If you're on my inner circle, you get you get a lot of special things. And all you have to do is click the link below to sign up for my 11-week e-coaching course. And that puts you into my inner circle. And subscribe, leave me a comment, leave me a review. I hope that this was helpful. Love you all so much. Bye-bye.